0: What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. Okay. Welcome back guys. And this is the measure more podcast and I'm your host, Danny. So if you guys haven't checked the last two episodes, I highly recommend that you do. I'm so excited that I got to share with you my perspective of dating. And so I have my personal topics that I went over as far as love, sex, dating, marriage, um, and relationships, some of my past mistakes and take backs, and I loved being able to share that with you guys, so go ahead and check that out. That was episode 10, and then episode 11, I had the honor of being a guest. It was my very first time being a guest on a podcast with my friend Deanna Heron, and I just adore her so much. I look up to her so much. It was so much fun to be able to have a conversation with her and talk life and Jesus and just the way that we, we view love and God's intention for love. So go ahead and check out my interview with her and my perspective of my world of dating. So... I It's so crazy, you guys, that we're 10 episodes in. And so I wanted to go ahead and answer some of the questions that you guys have for me based on those last 10 episodes or just anything that you had a question for me. And I love that this podcast has been just an opportunity for me. When I think about I am more, it's like, you guys, really what God is able to do through me. And I feel that so strongly right now, even in that moment, in this moment. And so I want to share that with you guys. I want to share with you what God's doing through me and my life and my past and my business. And just knowing that you have access to that too, that we get to put ourselves in a position where God can do so much more through us than we can even do on our own. So I always just wanted to remind you guys like what my heart is for this podcast and my intention behind it. And I just love, I have the opportunity to share my heart and hopefully what feels like a conversation and a friendship with you guys. And so that you can relate to me and hopefully feel less alone in your season of life, what's going on, and that you just obviously for sure feel encouraged. So I asked you guys what you wanted to hear from me, some questions that you had for me, like I said, regarding those last 10 episodes. So starting with question number one, this is probably the most important question and the most commonly asked is what do you do to explore your faith for the first time or jumping back into it? And you guys, number one reason I think this is such a special question is because the Bible says when you have this like tug to know God and to dive deeper, like that comes from the Holy Spirit. And it's so cool. I've even been seeing these conversations with people I've been praying for or just in my lifestyle, the gym, in my routine, who are like, it's reaching out to me and sharing with me like these kind of God winks, like my friend Anisa likes to say, these God winks, these moments where we feel this tug to draw near to God and, and be curious and questioning it. And I think that there's so much, so often people ask like, okay, like how do I get back into it? And I think there's like some guilt maybe tied with that, that we feel like we've been too distant. And one of the most beautiful things about, you know, your relationship with God is you guys, he's always there. He's always waiting and he is a very patient God. And so he is going to be so excited that you are, you know, exploring that you want to discover that you want to discover him. You want to draw near to him. Bible also says when you draw near to God, the keel draw near to you. So I think one of the most important things when you're exploring your faith, when you're wanting to jump back in, you guys just get connected. If that means finding a group. I'm definitely getting plugged into a church. There are definitely churches that are open. My church is open. I love it. It even streams online. It's called Ocean's Church. I'll even put a link for that, you guys. It streams every Sunday at 11 a.m. And I love this church. I mean... I think I've talked about this before, but I really feel like this is a place where God just totally speaks to me in that atmosphere and gives me ideas and thoughts and, you know, things to write about and podcasts. And I'm just so excited. So I would love for you guys, if you don't have a church, check out Ocean's Church. Again, I'll link that. But so, so important to get connected. Like God calls us to be together. And I think we've learned that in the last year, how important it is to be around other people and especially other believers, you guys. Just like in your business, you are the, like just like the five people you spend your time with. So if you're spending your time in filling your, your evenings and your weekends with other believers and people who are strong in their faith and can lead you. Like I am even seeking that as a leader. It's so important for me to always go and get prayer, to always be at church and be present and be in the atmosphere and make sure that, you know, that I'm, I'm still always learning to know somebody more, you know, knowing God more, just like your spouse, right? There's always more that you can know about them and learn about them and draw closer to them. And so it's the same thing but always seeking guidance, seeking counsel, and just seeking fellowship. That is so important. And I think it's so dangerous that, like I said, to isolate ourselves. And especially when times are tough and there's things that we're going through, we, I think maybe this is just me, I'm speaking for myself, but I tend to like internalize everything and isolate myself and it never turns out good. So Reach out, get connected, find a church, find a small group of some sort, whether that's virtual, in person, whatever you're comfortable with, and check out Ocean's Church, you guys. You will not be disappointed. I'm so excited. you have to let me know if you go ahead and check it out. So also want to let you guys know I get questions about Bibles. Definitely get your hands on a Bible. The Bible app is free. I tell all my girls this on my Bible study. Um, that's my go-to. There are different kind of plans that you can read through. You can search actually Different words in scripture. You can search emotions. There's different versions of the Bible. So it's a really great tool to literally owe it to the Bible on you. So why wouldn't you? Uh, there's a little alarm you can get every single day for the verse of the day. So you're getting into the word every single day. It's awesome. Love that app. And I definitely recommend the She Reads Truth Bible. It is my favorite women's study Bible. So I would, if you want like a paper or something in your hand, something you want to highlight, write in, dude, She Reads Truth is an awesome Bible. And then of course you guys just find time every single day to meet with God. And don't think that it has to be perfect and your prayers have to be these like well-said, you know, conversations with God and just remember remember that God is your heavenly father and he's your friend. So whatever that means for you to get into that moment with God if that's with music during your commute, you know, just be having conversations with him all day, be be praying consistently, you know, seeking him out and Finally, remember that my Bible study is every single Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So everybody is always welcome to that as well. So number two, more about the startup of my business, they asked, I touched on not having everyone's support, but what hardships or struggles did I go through when I first started? And if I didn't struggle, how did I set myself up for success? How do I remain successful and even going above and beyond to grow myself? So for those who don't know, I own a health and wellness business online. And I think, you know, for so many years, I had this background and desire and passion for fitness and health and wellness. And so when I was like doing this research and realizing like what was important to me, when I discovered my company now, it was something I was already looking for. And I had already done... I guess some work and some, I already had a natural passion for it. So when I found it, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is it. You know? So I knew it just, it was such an obvious tug on my heart that I had to do this. And I think so many times, like it's very natural for me to want to know the ins and outs, and especially before when I did hair, I was that person that people came to for questions. So I really had to humble myself going into something brand new and being like, okay, I don't know everything right now, but like, and I still don't, you guys, I'm, you know, top of my company." But I still don't know all the things, and that's OK. Like we have to, as entrepreneurs, have to remind ourselves like, that's one of the most exciting things, and like I love about this, and I loved about hair, is I was always growing. I was always learning. there was always something new, and look at that as a positive thing and not something that like brings you down. So don't expect to know all the things, but just expect growth in it. And when you fall in love with that, this will never get old. You'll never compare yourself. You'll just accept where you're at and be excited about where you're going. So? how? Yeah, I definitely struggled with people not understanding like what I was doing, close friends, my family. And even though they supported me as a person, they didn't necessarily support me in my business and that sucked. <laughs> but I also knew you guys, like I've said before, some of the most important decisions I've made in my life I felt like it was God calling me to do this. And maybe it wasn't in my own mom's comfort zone or one of my best friends and they didn't see it. But like, I'm an adult. These are my decisions. This is why I feel in my heart and I need to be obedient to that. And I was excited about it. And I just knew this is my life. Like nobody cares about your dreams as much as you do. And so it was up to me if I was gonna create this. And honestly, you guys, going through my breakup and everything, like I did not have a choice. Like I didn't have a back door, So I didn't really have time to care about what anybody else thought. And like I've said before, it was such... It was something I struggled with for so long was worrying about what everyone else thought. So um, I had to respect people for where they stood, but I had to know that God had called me to something greater. And I was going to run after that if that was my calling, and my purpose in my life. And I just, I think that he just revealed a little bit to me at a time. And I just felt like it was something I was supposed to do. And it was obviously, but it's amazing because now it's um, opened all these other doors for me to be like, where we're I'm still discovering my calling. I feel like I just discovered it like, Couple of weeks ago, or something else, God's putting on my heart, and that's that same growth aspect, right? So, being open, being excited, humbling yourself, and just being willing to grow, and having belief in yourself—something that's the most important part. You don't need to know all the things about anything. Anyone who has mastered something now that maybe you look up to, you guys—they never did it perfect in the beginning. Anybody in the gym, like I've said, you, you know, if you look at other athletes and how far they've come and their success okay, they started somewhere like they started at the bottom. And so they just put in the work and hard in hard work and consistency to become successful or become or master what they do. Right. So, but also I think like what was so important is, you know, people didn't really take me seriously. I feel like my whole life and even at the top, you know, and I can tell somebody that, like I'm at the top of my company and this is what I do. Like, they don't know what that looks like. They don't know what it took me and how rare it is to achieve what I've achieved. So when I'm talking to somebody about my business, you know, I can still have like that same discomfort or like being out of my comfort zone where I'm like, okay, I have to push through the fact that like you might be judging me and you might need to understand, not understand what I'm doing or where I'm going with this. So there's always that feeling that like rejection is always going to be there. Like no matter what you do, no matter what level you're at, no matter how much success you have, like not everybody's going to get it. And that's totally fine. And just have that belief in yourself know that you're going in a direction. And if you're excited about it and you're passionate about it and you have a feeling, whether that feeling is there all the time or not, but at one point you did have it right. At one point you did have belief in yourself and a passion and excitement for what was next. And so hang on to that. So... I just always think, to like, you know, why Why do I always choose? like have this conversation with God. I'm like, dude, God, like, why do you lead me to do these things that, like, are just difficult? Like, I, things that I'm typically mocked in or people don't get or understand. And I think that's the hardest thing about what we do is that people, like I said, don't take you seriously all the time. I don't understand it. But, you know, well, I was a cheerleader. I did hair. You know, people didn't think that I was, like, a real career or a real sport. And And now what I do in my business now, sometimes I'm like not really taken seriously, whether or, that or not they know what my success means. So I have to decide. Right. And I think like, you'd think that I would have mastered how I feel now. And I think to for sure, to an extent, like I have grown, but you know, sometimes even with my family, like I feel like they just don't get it. And it's like, even if it's like a joking sense of like um, some sort of mocking me, it still sucks to feel, you know, when I'm like, dude, I feel like what I'm doing is so empowering. And it's hard when you don't have the whole world support, especially the people that you love. But this weekend was Easter weekend. And I just think you guys like Jesus was the first person who was completely mocked. And he is like the most imp- imperfect person, right? He has no flaws. So if Jesus can like literally walk this earth and be completely mocked by in the like, worst ways, the most heartbreaking ways, then I can stand for what he's called me to do and take on the mockery and walk in in his will for me because he went first, right? And so I just think like what I have to do is tolerable and I'm just going to have pride in it and move forward. And then as far as remaining successful, you guys, we have to remember like what we do. It's not about us. I don't care what you do. I think that we are called to this earth to serve other people. And we all have this initial why, right? When we start And for me, it's totally evolved. I mean, yeah, I wanted extra time, I wanted extra money, but I really ultimately wanted to build a community and create something for others that, like, I just never had, right? And so I have to, you know, when we kind of fall off and we think, like, oh, things aren't going on our way or, like, I'm not seeing the fruit of my labor quite yet, just remember, like to be people minded and how can i serve somebody else and how what was my vision for when i first started you know remember that belief remember that excitement that passion nobody has not everybody has to be you know on board with what you're doing and just accepts like it's going to be hard but you're called to do it so number 3 what makes you feel like you and how like how do you know that and what's my calling or your purpose so I love this. I think so many, this is probably like one of the most important questions of our whole lives, right? Like what's our calling? What's our purpose in life? I think your purpose and your and your calling is naturally what you love, like what you're excited about. So I love serving other people. I like making people feel good. I like people making people feel empowered. And I think when we, when we seek that out, God gives us an opportunity and God surely gave me an opportunity with what I do. And he gives you dreams. He gives you passion. So the things that you're naturally excited about, or the way that you want to serve other people, or the skill sets that you have, the talents that you have, God has gifted you with those. And so, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think like, oh, I need to make m- money off of what I do. But you guys, when I receive your messages and I share on this podcast or in my business, and I say something like a value to somebody, that goes far beyond a paycheck, and that little, I mean, just this last week. I just had so many good days worth the podcast and business and like, it was just like a back back-to-back. I'm like, okay, God, whoa. <laughs> like I, it's, I'm like beside myself. Like and there's so much joy that I'm like, I'm doing exactly what God called me to do. And I, I can't even explain it. Cause I feel like for so long, I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what that would be. And I knew in my last relationship for sure, I was not walking in it. I was so far from it. I was so, I would look around and be like, "Why am I surrounding myself with these people? Like, what am I doing here? This doesn't make any sense. This isn't me, and I felt trapped, you know, so to now be like three years fast forward, doing beyond right immeasurably more than I ever thought that I could do or or was called to do and equipped to do, it's so fulfilling, and so I think. Hopefully as you're listening to this, you're thinking about like, okay, what, what makes me feel excited? Like what makes me, what like breaks my heart? Like what, a what's the change that I want to make in the world or in my world, the people around me, you know? So that being your purpose and your calling, and then obviously however you can give God glory, I mean, that's why I believe about the things that I do. I always want to lead people to God because I feel like I am who I am and I'm equipped because of, of God's, you know, work in me. Um, And so totally leading people closer to God and like that peace. And so second, number four, actually questions, how can you find what brings you peace? Like, where do I feel like my true self? You guys, my number one goal in my life is for you to experience Jesus himself, like the overwhelming peace that comes from him. And I think so many times we worry about ourselves and things of the world and being this and that and up to date and keeping up with the Jones and all the things and looking a certain way and just being accepted, everything. And it's like, those things are fleeting, you guys. Like Jesus and his goodness, like those things are eternal. And it's actually, it was like my yearbook quote. <laughs> oh, cool. It's Second Corinthians four, sixteen through 18. And it says like, the things that are seen are temporary. And the things that are unseen are eternal. So we're, we can get so caught up in what the world has. But when we're in a place, in a moment, I mean, I'll just be like driving my car, listen to worship music, and like the song like fills my car. And I'm just like so – I can just feel the Holy Spirit. And there's nothing like it. There's nothing that would ever even compare to that. I'm like, I don't care about anything else suddenly because this feels so fulfilling. and There's so much joy. There's so much peace. And so that's my answer. Like what brings me peace is like being in God's presence. And I know that when, like I said, I'm in worship and I'm in church, um, I know that can like kind of sound religious in a sense, but when you're being, allowing yourself to be put in an atmosphere where you can draw close to him, like that's where I feel the most peace. Having that quiet time, having that time to just be still and let him just remind you like, hey, this is your purpose. Like this is your calling is to be in communion with me, me, me being God. Right. So. I think that we're always so busy. We're always on the go. We're always trying to like keep up with everything and social media and all these things. And so to just stop and be still for a moment and see God and turn on some music or, I mean, even when I used to commute when I was still doing hair, like that was like my unwinding time and that was like my my quiet time, you know, make time for that, you guys. That's what's going to bring you peace because it's going to be exhausting trying to fill your spirit by things of this world, right? Those are temporary even people are, you know, we can love our spouses and our parents and our kids and everything, but nothing will be as fulfilling as just like, even just a moment in his presence. Number five, how do we love our enemies? This is like one of the first questions I got. And I was like, dude, this is so good. (laughs) I love this. Um, so I thought of this Matthew 5, 43 through 44 this is Jesus speaking. He says, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. You guys, we are all broken and usually choosing not to forgive somebody else like hurts us more than that person that we're like mad at. Right. I always pray, you know, God, how can I see this person through your eyes? Because it's draining me being so upset towards this person or unforgiving. And then also questioning, like, where is this hurt coming from, right? Like, hurt people hurt people. And so, you know, when Jesus says, like, you know, I'm telling you to, like, not not to hate your enemies, but to love them and pray for them. I can't imagine what would make the the enemy so much more mad (laughs) than us praying for our enemies versus being angry and holding on to bitterness and, you know grudges towards other people. That's not freeing. And that's not Jesus. And so, man, I mean, and I, I've been in church sometimes. And I've been like listening to sermons about, you know, forgiveness. And I'm like, but God, don't you know what they did? Like you were there. You watched it all happen. Like you saw me break down. Like you saw like the hurt, you know, and the the few people that have just like crushed me before and just like taken my heart out on the ground and just stomped all over, you know, those people that made me feel like nothing. I also think of this this verse and it's actually when Jesus is being crucified and they're torturing him, you guys. And he's like, praying to God, Jesus is praying to God. And he says, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Like, you guys, if people don't know God, they don't know love. And like I said, people, we're going to fail. Like, we're all sinners. We're all broken. Like, we are all imperfect. The only perfect person is Jesus himself. So who are we, you know, to judge? And so that's why I, like, I can be angry at somebody. I don't want to forgive them. But then I think God's like, okay, like, forgive them. He's saying, I'm calling you to, like, forgive them. Like, for they don't even know what they're doing. They don't necessarily know, you know. And a lot of that can be stemmed from her. I think someone specifically that was really, really, really – mean to me, and I'm still trying to pray through it even years later, I know that they were hurt by like other Christians, you know? And so his mentality was to be guarded towards me and be mean to me because I represented somebody that who, who once hurt, hurt him, even though that wasn't fair to me. Right. But you know, it says, he basically says like, when, what's the reward and, and hating them. Right. So how do we like represent Jesus in love if we're continuing to be hateful towards somebody who does us wrong there's so much more reward in loving them and so much more light shed towards Jesus if we're if we're loving them through that doesn't make sense to them because they're like why why would you do that <laughs> right i kind of like that i kind of like that element of surprise like they're not understanding why you're not of the world we're not of the world we're not supposed to be called right to just like blend in and we're called to do hard things and so funny, not even necessarily like your enemies, but there's been people in my life, maybe I've been like hesitant towards having a relationship with them. One of my closest friends now, she was um, a brand new stylist at my salon. And I remember being like, who is this girl? And I just don't know about her. <laughs> and I was just just kind of cautious around her. And you guys, she became one of my, my women's group leaders. Like she has led me in my faith, in my walk. And she was one of the few people I even told her today. I was like, hey, you were one of those few people who reminded me, Danielle, you're better than this relationship. Like I think some people, so many times we're afraid to tell those things to people that we love, but she was like, do you think that he's really God's best? Like that must've been hard for her, that act of obedience, but that made a difference. And I was hesitant towards that relationship from day one. And so, so much of like hating, having hatred or hesitation towards people or maybe our enemies or people that we feel like disconnected with is absolutely spiritual warfare So always giving people the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I just encourage you guys, you know, like I said, I've experienced a ton of hurt, but just to pray through it, you know, and ultimately like pray that, that God changes your heart or their heart. I think that's something I've been super prayerful about lately is something I'm struggling with or a relationship. I'm like, God, just either like soften their heart or change mine to like have more grace towards them or understanding. And help me to love them because bitterness and right and the grudges and everything, it's exhausting and it gets old. So number six, what do you do when you feel stuck in your business? I'm sure this is a very popular question. I remember asking this question. Again, you guys, remember why you started? And one of the things I've been told lately, I loved it was because just because things get hard to us doesn't mean something's not for us, right? And... I think typically we think that like success is the end all be all. And that's the goal and the, and the excitement. But what I've learned the most recently about business and my mindset is how I've decided to show up, like when it wasn't easy, you know, those, those moments every single day in between in the hardships in the rejection, in the nose, in the mocking, (laughs) like, who do I still believe I am? Like, I know God called me to do all these things. And if I feel like I'm like stuck or I'm not unsure or whatever, fall back on that, you guys. Fall back on why you started. Fall back on your belief and fall back on the fact that God has equipped you and he's with you. And like I said, so much of life is spiritual warfare. And the enemy is going to try to make you think that you're unequipped or you're not made for this, or it's too hard and you should just give up. And I tell you, dig your heels in deeper. You're not where you're at in your relationship and your business by accident and show up on purpose and show up when everyone else would quit. It's, it's so much goes back. Like, what is the reward in hating people? What is the reward in giving up? Show up when it's hard, love people when it's hard. Like that's what we're called to do. And that's what the reward is, is when you're like, you know what, even when it was difficult, I did what nobody else was willing to do. And that has made me better. You will be better. You'll be stronger You'll be wiser and you'll have so much more confidence in yourself that like you were able to conquer hard things. And I think that's what's so powerful about what we do in our business is not necessarily achieving or leveling up, but it's like, wow, I pushed for something hard. I did what wasn't easy. I did what most people wouldn't do. And I did it anyways. And I showed up anyways. And I showed up when I had doubt and I showed up when people didn't believe in me. And you guys, once you have that feeling, in you that you're like, dang, I accomplished that. Even when everything else told me to stop or slow down or quit, nobody can ever take that feeling from you. The fact that you chose to show up anyways, that you chose to work hard. That is the goal. That is what you achieve. That's a success. And when you, it's like these little building blocks. It's like when you get through that, like that stickiness and you decide to be consistent and have discipline and show up anyways, because well, my, my best friend, Nicole Polson, she always says motivation is a fleeting word. Like you guys, we cannot rely on emotion and feelings. We have to rely on discipline and the work that puts, we put into it. And consistency matters in all things, in your, in your marriage, in your friendships, in your nutrition and fitness, you guys, consistency matters. So don't wait around to feel motivated or inspired. Go do it anyways. Have discipline, show up, and trust the process. I think we think that, like, you know, everything's supposed to be perfect all the time and all high, 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 highs. But, like, you guys, how are there highs when there aren't lows? And just pressing on through the, the different seasons of your business and relationships and just life. I mean, I, just as we become adults and we just realize, like, there, like, like I said, there has to be highs, there has to be lows to have highs. And remember what God's called you to and he never leaves you and where you're at is, you know, it's on purpose. I think so many times we ask to like, or say everything happens for a reason, you know, and we can like either let like anxiety or fear consume us, or we can decide, hey, this is the path that I chose. I'm sticking to it. And I'm going to decide that I'm going to trust God. He's going to show up for me and just your consistency and your faith too, and choosing him and leaning on him but know that like, I guess it's a a normal feeling also to feel stuck sometimes, but remind yourself, like I said, catching your thoughts and flipping the script, right? Tell yourself you don't feel stuck. Tell yourself that you're, you're thriving in your business, that you're moving forward, that, you know, speaking positive things over yourself, everything, we have so much control over the way that we think, right? So dig deeper, keep on moving, trust the process, Remain consistent. That is so important in all things. And fall back on your belief. Remember why you started. Remember why you started and what's the bigger picture. What's a bigger vision? Okay. And my final question, number seven, I actually love this one. I want to save it for last. Somebody asked me, I love this. Did you notice any personal development within yourself since the beginning of this podcast? you guys, I'm, <laughs> I actually listened to them because I, I guess there's been so many now and I've kind of forgotten what I've said here and there little bits. But if I'm feeling down, I'm, I remember thinking, I think it was about a year ago. I was like, you know, if we have a friend that we're talking to and they're struggling with something and it's so easy for us to tell them like, Hey, you should do this. Or you are you're powerful or you're this or this or that. Why can't we tell it to ourselves? Like, why is it so hard to take our own advice There were so many things that I've gone through and I'm like, gosh, if my friend was going through that or feeling that way, there's no way. Like I would be there for her. I would tell her she's this, this, and this. So it's kind of cool for me to like look back and listen to my podcast and the things that I've said. And I'm like, dang, okay. I'm like, I'm like kind of strong. Like I'm like kind of (laughs) powerful and empowering. And that's, it's, I'm kind of like beside myself thinking like, dang, I have evolved into this person that I've always wanted to be. And even from a few months ago, since we started this, I feel like, even though to be honest, I felt like quite a big mess in the beginning of this podcast episode, but like, I really, really, really feel like I've grown so much and just in wisdom and confidence and how I want to just like show up for you guys. Like there is so much and it matters so much to take the leap in your business, starting a podcast or relationship, whatever that is, like, listen to the tug in your heart, you guys, if there's peace about it, if you're not equipped and you don't know all the things, but there's peace, move forward. Because yes, I wanted to equip you guys, and I wanted to empower you, and I've wanted to teach you like the things that I know matters to me, and like God's intention for our our whole lives and being connected to Him. But this really has been such something that I've noticed. I need this for me too. You know, this is what I would hope. I'm like, if I had a clone of myself, that'd be so cool. Like, I don't need to be married right away, but like, I just need like a partner in life. And like, if that's just me right now, that and that's God speaking through me, obviously, on this podcast. Then it's amazing to be able to like look back and listen back, and more importantly, I think that every single episode just reminds me that God's like, "I can do so much more through you, like I show up to every podcast you guys, and like somehow I'm like excited, but then I'm nervous and I'm excited and then I'm nervous, and I'm like, "Dude, Danny, you just gotta show up and do what only God can do because you are limited and as terrifying as it is to." speak and be in front of you guys That's something that I like feared for so long it gives me an opportunity every single episode to be like hey god like like i said do what only you can do and sh- and show up and then that builds my belief right cuz i realize every single episode i'm like hey god's doing more and more of me and like that wasn't that wasn't me speaking like i'm just i'm just the messenger so it really does like build me up reminds me what i'm called to do and yeah i'm i'm proud looking back and I'm proud of what I've chosen to share, even though it's hard, but you guys matter to me so much. And like I said, I remember what it feels like to be somebody who feels alone in my whole world. Like nobody gets it and nobody knows where I'm coming from and nobody knows the struggle. And however that I I truly believe like, whether it's just one episode or one thing that I say, like you are listening to this podcast for a reason. And God has allowed me to go through all of my stuff all of the hard things to get here and be able to share that with you. That's the most important thing, right? Going back to connection and people and fellowship. And I hope that I can be that for you. And I'm going to continue being that. And obviously for me too, right? Because I am i am learning the process and I am humbling myself and choosing to grow through it. And yeah, I'm just excited that I get to keep on sharing all this with you guys. And so i I cannot tell you like from the bottom of my heart, it just means so much that I got to I get to keep on sharing my heart and my voice and that you guys just care to listen. Like that's just so cool to me. I love that I get to fill your cars and your homes and your AirPods when you're running or whatever that looks like for you. But yes, I have just noticed so much personal development within myself and it's just that little bit of consistency, right? Those little building blocks that build up my confidence and reminders of my calling and my purpose and walking in it. And I'm not where I want to be, but always, but I know I'm walking in the direction, and that is the best feeling ever because I know what it's like to not be. So, you guys, I am so excited <laughs> to announce to you I'm gonna have my very first guest, my best friend and my co host on my Bible study, Anissa Carroll. You guys, I'm freaking pumped. I adore her. I literally think if I had like a soulmate in real life, like that was a female, it'd be her. Like, we. I can't wait to tell you like how our friendship stemmed, like how whatever, all that came from. She is such a powerful woman of God. I'm so glad I get to work with her, share life with her. She has no idea. I can't not. not i like God's gonna do something so so big on this next episode. I cannot wait for you guys to hear and chat with us and feel like you're just in the room hanging out with us. So stay tuned for our next episode with my first guest, Anita Carroll. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And you guys can contact me, slide to my DMs at Danny Cakes, D A N N N I Cakes or immeasurably.more.podcast. So I will leave you guys with this Philippians 1, 6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to the completion until the day of Christ Jesus.